Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I dated a narcissist. Well, this is a topic I don't believe that I've ever covered in the past. And I, I actually got the idea to discuss this from a guy who recently dated a narcissist himself. And I actually have dated some women that aren't that weren't full-blown narcissists, but they definitely had some narcissistic qualities. And so and, and this applies whether you're a man or a woman. These are some things that you should definitely be aware of so you can spot these things or these character traits ahead of time and get the fuck out before you get too deeply emotionally involved. Because the hotter and more attractive that person is, the harder it's going to be to walk away, especially when you're Google Gaga over them. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through his uh, email and at the on the article on my website, I'll actually have a link to this article that he sent me that does a really good job of explaining this. So every man and woman that's watching this can actually educate themselves because y'all, I talk a lot about how you need to look at what people do, not what they say. And this just gives you more tools in your toolbox to spot weird, flaky, fucked up behaviors. You can go, whoa, dude, or dudette, this doesn't work. So the quote says, every man and woman should be aware of and be able to spot the toxic traits of lovers who display narcissistic qualities. In stage one of a relationship with a narcissist called elevation, the narcissist heaps praise on you, treats you like a king or a queen, puts you on a pedestal, and makes you feel like you have finally found the one. In stage two of a relationship with a narcissist called de-elevation, the narcissist starts to find fault with you, criticize, and make you feel like you are crazy or that there is something wrong with you. In stage three of a relationship with a narcissist called discard, they shut you out, stonewall your attempts to communicate and resolve things, and leave you wondering what the hell went wrong. People who have a low self-esteem or low sense of self-worth are most susceptible to the manipulation and abuse tactics of a narcissist. Therefore, you should become hyper-aware, alert, and observant when a new lover pursues you too hard, blows too much sunshine up your ass, and often makes you feel like things are too good to be true as soon as you meet. Always look at what people do, not what they say. When you spot narcissistic behavior, run like hell and never look back. Narcissists are only interested in themselves, stroking their ego, using others to feel better about themselves, and getting what they want. Remember, it's not your job to fix someone or to be somebody's therapist. And if you're somebody that came from a, a house or an environment or a family where one or both of your parents had a drug or an alcohol problem, you should definitely Google codependency because people that come from those kinds of backgrounds, they tend to always end up with people that are just totally fucked up. They try to save and they try to fix them. And so by becoming aware of this and studying codependency, you can just Google it and study and learn about it. You can recognize those habits because you're, if you grew up in an environment like that, you're emotionally conditioned to think and be and show up that way and make excuses for the other person when they're totally fucked up and making your life a living hell. 
So when you spot those behaviors, you say, oh, I've been down that road and it's pretty fucking bumpy and I'm not interested in going down that shit again. So he says, hey coach, first off, I just want to say thanks for your great advice. I've been watching your videos for about a year and I'm working on my third read-through of your book. A year and you only been through it three fucking times, bro? 10 to 15 times, dude. I've shared your wisdom with many of my friends and all of us are amazed at how well it works and how utterly wrong the approach of 97% of men is. Well, I appreciate all the referrals. Everybody that's watching this, if you got a friend or a family member that you think would appreciate the value of the information that I offer, send them to my website. Encourage them to download my ebook and start changing their lives. I have a suggestion for a video that stems from my last relationship. I, like most men, was unaware of how many women, especially women who know they are attractive, are dangerously narcissistic. Yes, I know all about that. I, I, one of the women I dated in the past, oh, one of the most beautiful, sexy, and amazing women I have ever fucking met in my life. Oh. Oh, I tell you what, when, uh, going to taking a girl like that to Victoria's Secret and playing dress up with her, and then getting to come home and play dress up and dress down, ah, mm, that is just so much fun. But when you did, you know, what I learned in my particular relationship is, is like everything was all about her, and people that have narcissistic tendencies, they tend to take a shitload of fucking selfies, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. They're constantly posting pictures of themselves looking hot looking amazing and they have all these fans and these hangers on oh you're so beautiful and girls are like oh you have such a great body i'm so jealous of you and this strokes their ego because what's really going on is inside they feel inferior they don't feel good enough and so they tend to attract and draw people into their lives that in essence build them up and they're very selfish like one of the things i, I remember i like speaking of this this particular girl, we go to Victoria's Secret. I dropped like I was like a thousand dollars. I have all kinds of stuff for her. It was like, ah, oh. it was ah, oh, it was just it was wonderful. I love doing stuff like that with my girlfriends. I remember we get done. It's like Cherry said thanks, and I was and we were driving back to my place, and I said, you know, I just dropped like a thousand dollars on you. It's I would it'd be really nice if you could say thank you so much and be gracious about it and appreciative. But and she did thank me, but I had to. I had to prod her about that. I had another girlfriend that, that was complete opposite. I'd buy her anything. I'd buy her a fucking teacup. Oh, my God. She'd go ape shit about it. I, I remember one time we were shopping in Paris and, you know, taking a you know, girlfriend to Paris and, you know, because Paris is just amazing for clothes and fashion stuff. And, you know, she had a really fucking amazing body and I loved it. I loved doing it. Every time I bought just a little shirt, she went fucking ape shit, jumping up and down like a little girl, hugging me, kissing me. It was like Christmas. It was, it was wonderful. I love doing it. And then I get the exact opposite. It was the other girl that I dated I was just telling you about who had narcissistic tendencies. And she just – and as – the longer I dated her, it's like she started out, you're fucking amazing. You're awesome. You're this or that. And the longer we were together, the compliments started coming less and less and then she became more and more critical. And then I was the problem. It was all my fault. And you're thinking, am I doing something wrong? I was like, oh. and, and you know, at this time – when I was I was dating this particular girl, I, I knew the stuff that I teach now. But it's like she was beautiful and it's tough when you really care about somebody and they have so many amazing qualities and they exhibit these narcissistic tendencies and you're just like, ugh, I really don't fucking like that. 
And so as as we continue to date, it just and she was she was a terrible communicator. She would get mad, she'd get upset. She would never talk about why she was upset. I get the can same can response every time. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to have fun. And she would stew about things, and then she'd calm down after a few days. And it's like, but under the surface there was always shit that was building up. And because she was so beautiful and she had so many men kissing her ass and her and you know her father died when she was really young, and so she grew up without a father, and so she was fucked up. But I still had a lot, had a lot of fun with her. But it just, you know, I'm a I'm a communicator. I'm the type of person that's like, if we disagree on something, I'm not. I don't want to go to sleep until we resolve it. I don't want to lay there next to my girl when she's fucking pissed off at me, and she just refused. She was incapable of it. And it just, you know, the longer we dated, it just you get to a point you're like. I can't make her communicate. I've tried every technique, everything I know, and she stonewalls me at every fucking turn. And it, it, you know, you just realize, fuck it, it's just not worth it. And you just stop trying. And when you stop trying, you stop making the effort. It, you know, it only lasted a few weeks after that, and we finally broke up for good. And it hurt like hell, but it's like that's tough, especially when you're really into somebody, is to walk away when you see these kinds of tendencies. So. The idea is I want to share these with you to help educate you so you can spot them and get the fuck out before you get too heavily involved with somebody. So he says, you may be aware that there are three stages to a relationship with a narcissist. Number one, elevation, where they put you on a pedestal, treat you like a king, and you think you finally found the one. They Like I said, people that are really susceptible to this are people that have a low self-esteem or low sense of worth self-worth is because when that person starts blowing all the sunshine up their ass they totally buy into it and they you know they ignore everything else and they and, and it's like the whole relationship when things start going sideways when they get to stage two and stage three they just want to get back to where things were really great at that one period of time but it's never going to happen because that person needs therapy they need help and again it's not your job to be their therapist or to fix them I just want to educate you that there are people, men and women out there running around that are fucked up in this way and even though you might be great, you might be a great communicator and have all these skills down that you learned from me, it's just never going to work with that person and it's not your fault. That's just the way that they are. But they'll tell you that it's all your fault and you're a bad communicator and you're pa- passive aggressive and you need to work on yourself and you need to do this and you need to do that. But it's like they never mention that there's anything wrong with them. Because their ego couldn't handle it. Because what the reality is on the inside, they really already feel like a steaming pile of shit. And in essence, they project that onto other people. Number two, de-elevation. They slowly begin to find fault with you and make you think you are crazy. Yeah, it's like, you know, this, this girl I was sharing with you. It's like the longer we were together, the more it's like everything became critical to the point where she'd bitch at me because I, I snore at night. She snored too. But I was like, you're snoring as well. I wake up, you know, it didn't matter. It's like it'd go in one ear and out the other. It didn't matter if she was snoring or chewing my food. Chewing my food irritated her. The way I drove irritated her. It was just all, you know, all these little things. It's just, you just get tired. And it's like, so then it goes from all this praise and all this love to just constantly being critical of you. And you're just like the point where then it's no longer fun to hang out with them. You're thinking, what happened to this person? It was so sweet when I met her. And she was going out of her way to make me feel awesome and convince me that we were perfect. And it's like, it's just the way it is, man. 
Number three, discard. They shut you out completely with no explanation or closure and you're left wondering what happened. You want so badly to be with the person you knew in stage one that you would do anything to get back to that point. And like people that have self-esteem issues, they just keep chasing and they keep calling and they keep running after them. That person just keeps ignoring them because the, the more they ignore you, the more it strokes their ego. And that's why the best thing is when you spot these behaviors, is as hard as it is, to say, this person's fucked up. I did my best. Because if, you know, it's like the things that I teach, it's like at least you can show up, because the only thing you have control over is how you show up in your relationships. And if you're exhibiting the qualities and implementing the things that I talk about and teach, that's all you owe them. And if you show up and they don't meet you halfway or they're incapable of communicating, they're incapable of changing their behavior or noticing that the way that they're showing up is not loving, it's not sweet, and they're not fucking fun to be around, hey, you can walk away with a sense of peace that it ain't going to get any better because you just you can't get through. That's the thing. A narcissist, they can't take any fucking criticism at all. They can't fucking handle it and they reject it outright. In my case… When she was at stage one, she would bring me home-cooked food, always be available to hang out and she even planned a surprise birthday party for me when I had only known her for a couple of weeks. Needless to say, I was quickly falling for her but it didn't last. Fortunately for me, I had the boon of your wisdom and was able to break off contact with this person before stage three but it's still her. Yeah, it's like this girl I was dating, I, I never got to the stage three with her it's just stage two is like it was not working and i was fucking tired of it i wasn't going to tolerate somebody constantly being critical and constantly trying to make me feel like there was something wrong with me when the reality was is she was projecting what was in her onto me it was because it was absurd it was like she knew what i did for a living but yet she's trying to make me the fucked up one it is what it is she began to make lame excuses of being too busy to spend time, not responding to texts, and her attitude completely changed. All this happened within about three months. In any case, I thought this might be a good topic to discuss in case there are other men in a similar situation. There's also a lot of women that date guys that are narcissists as well. Reading this article below also helped me to see what I was clearly dealing with, someone who was dangerously narcissistic. And The title of the article is Five Sneaky Things Narcissists Do to Take advantage of you again on my website the actual original article for this video i'll have a link to that article so you can go check it out and read you know a lot more further in depth on it if you have interest in that but definitely educate yourself so you know what to look for because that those kinds of people are out there whether you're a man or a woman so if you'd like to get my help personally the quickest way is to book a paid phone skype or email coaching session with yours truly you can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And below all the coaching options, I've got about 50 or more self-help type books and products that you may be interested in because I got people all the time who are always emailing me and posting comments, hey dude, what books do you recommend? So when you click the products tab on any page of my website, which is going to be at the top of your screen on any page, like I said, you you can browse through it. And I highly recommend all those books. These are books and products that I use myself that have helped me become the person that I am today. And I know they'll help you as well. And I will talk to you soon. 